0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode in our PrepCast. This podcast is dedicated to MBA and master's orientation and preparation. My name is Martina. You know me very well, and I'm here again with Eileen Lollis. You have heard her voice already in our previous episodes. Um, feel free to visit her website. You can find a link to it in the description of this podcast. Ellen, thank you so much for accepting our invitation again. Uh, could you please say a couple of words to all of those who just uh, listen for the first time?
1: Awesome, yes. Um, first of all, thank you for having me back. Um, it's always such a nice experience to be here with you sharing these tips. Um, to everyone listening, welcome. Um, it's nice to meet you. My name's Ellen. Um, I'm the head of Ellen Lawless Consulting. Um, we're a consulting firm that specializes really in storytelling. Um, We work with a small number of uh, clients every year because we really love to get down into every individual story and help you position it as well as possible. Um, We've worked with clients around the world. Uh, For many programs, we're focused on the top 10, but we have also worked with numerous other programs and 9% success rate um, with our clients. And we're excited to uh, share these tips with you guys today.
0: Thank you, Eileen. And today's topic will be how to reapply to business school. So stay till the end. Uh, It will be really interesting. And I would like to start with my first question. Um, I guess everyone are wondering, why didn't I get admitted last year? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the
1: million dollar question.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs)
1: Um, So there's a number of reasons why people are not admitted. So let's just kind of go through a few general tips and then we'll dig deeper into some of these in a minute. Um, Usually it's because there was something maybe just not quite right about your profile. Um, So maybe your uh, scores were just a little bit lower. Maybe your profile was just not quite um, up to par with what they're looking for. Um, Potentially also, um, you know, maybe you applied a little bit too late in the cycle um, maybe you didn't have um, strong recommenders. Um, there's a number of different things that can go into having it not be quite right. Um, there's also cases where um, you know you were admitted or you were put on a wait list or you were called to interview and then were not admitted after that. Um, that can also be just because there was something slightly wrong with your profile or you know if you did apply a bit late, um, that they just didn't quite need someone with your profile in the class. Um, The schools are very uh, cautious about creating diverse classrooms that have people from different countries, different industries, um, and just really making sure that there's a wide range of perspectives and profiles represented. Um, So potentially, if you come from an overrepresented pool, maybe you're a white male Management consultant <laughs> comes to mind. Um, they just might not need anyone else from that group. Um, so maybe they waitlisted you or interviewed you, but couldn't offer you a spot. Um, and that could also be one of the reasons.
0: Great. And how can they analyze the strengths and weaknesses in their profile, actually? What's the proposed so... way, if there's <laughs> any? <laughs>
1: This is tough. This is tough. This, I think, requires a lot of maturity and self-awareness because we're looking at, you know, what what am I not as good at? Or maybe what do other people do better than me? um, Or what's potentially wrong with my application? So that can be a difficult exercise. Um, In terms of looking at your weaknesses, um, there's a couple of different things that you want to look at. Number one, look at your stats. Um, Does your GMAT align generally with the averages for the schools um, that you're looking for? Were your grades potentially very, very low? Um, Do you maybe have way too many years, not too many, a lot of years of work experience um, or maybe not enough years of work experience compared to the class average? Um, Another mistake we see a lot is maybe your goals weren't very clear. Um, that can be problematic because we don't really know how you're going to use the MBA to advance your career. And that's very, very important um, when looking at an applicant. Um, And maybe also you just didn't sell yourself very well. Maybe you didn't tell good stories. Um, Maybe you chose stories that didn't fit your profile very well. Um, I know we recorded a webinar with you guys all about how to choose those stories. Um, So Martina, maybe you can um, link that in this podcast um, to share with them um, but maybe you didn't choose the, the right stories or didn't tell them well. Um, so those are things that generally, um, didn't work out. <laughs> um, and it might be weaknesses in your profile. Also potentially, did you apply around three? Um, and that's also potentially, they just don't have space at that point for someone with your profile. Um, looking at your strengths, also comparing kind of to generally the profile that they're looking for, um, that looks at stats, but also if you Google, for example, Stanford Business School, who we look for, um, they of course have their average GMAT score, but they also have um, what kind of characteristics. So we look for people who have um, maybe a strong drive for impact. Um, strong leadership experience, um, great intellectual horsepower. So there's things beyond just um, GMAT score grades, (laughs) years of work experience um, that go into this. And um, also thinking about, do I match those characteristics? Um, Yes, I know I have a lot of social impact work. That's a strength of mine. I have exceptional um, recommenders. I know that they're very, very supportive. Um, I know that I've had great success in my career. Um, I was promoted early, I've received awards for my performance. So those are some of my strengths. Um, let me play to those and understand my weaknesses and how to overcome them. Um, it can be difficult though. Um, so a lot of times what's help, most helpful is to get an expert's opinion here, um, you know, getting what's called a ding analysis um, and going through and just understanding a bit what might have gone wrong let's look at everything holistically and understand where you fell a bit short and also um generally this is something that we do um how can we build a strategy to overcome these points so that your reapplication is successful
0: in the next cycle great and i know that we are constantly learning new things and trying to improve ourselves so how important is it to show something new uh this year for example and um, maybe the following question for this one will be what are the best new things to show? Yeah, so
1: um, I think somewhere there is a, a quote that says um, doing the same things and expecting different results is the definition of insanity or something along those lines um, and that applies really well here as well. If you send exactly the same application as last year you can probably expect exactly the same result. <laughs> um, so you do need to show um, the change. You do need to show the improvement from last year. Um, some of the best things to show, if you had a low GMAT score or a GRE score, a new score is really helpful. So um, if you analyze your profile and say, no, really, I feel like everything was very strong except for my GMAT. Definitely spend the time taking a new score. Um, if you've already got, let's say a 740, do you need to retake the GMAT? No, you've already got a very strong above average GMAT score, Um, but maybe you have a score that's quite a bit below the school's average. Awesome to show. Um, Maybe a promotion. Uh, These things that can't always be controlled, of course, but um, if you've received additional responsibilities at work, a promotion, a salary increase, um, maybe you were given a team to manage, Um, showing that can be excellent because it shows career progression, shows that things are going well and, and you're a strong professional. Um additional international experience is also great. Um, maybe you had a project in Spain, um, or maybe uh, you started working on a deal that was a cross-border deal with five different countries, or maybe you had the chance to take a course abroad and learned a bunch of wonderful things. Um, international experience can be a great thing to complement your profile. Um, leadership experience as well. Um, again, not always possible, but you can always lead in extracurricular activities managing a team, um, taking the lead on projects and initiatives. Maybe you're not managing anyone, but you're leading a new initiative within your company. Um, That can be excellent. Um, Extracurricular activities. If you have um, additional um, information there, maybe you've started working with a new organization or updates to organizations that you've already um, worked with. Maybe you were named to the board, or maybe you um, worked on a fundraising campaign that was very, very successful. Um, That would be great things to mention as well. And then finally, um, I guess two things, potentially a new recommendation letter. Ideally, it's good to have at least one new letter of recommendation. Um, We wanna see new things about you. We wanna learn new information. Um, So having a new letter of recommendation would be ideal. Um, for schools that require two letters, um, you can use two new letters or you can use a new letter and an updated letter um, from someone you used last year. That's totally okay. Um, and then finally, additional um, interaction with the school and commitment to their program. So it's not a great idea to say, um, you know, I really want to apply to Columbia. It's my top choice school, but you haven't done anything uh, to additionally connect to the school. No webinars, no coffee chats, no connection with students or even looking into the curriculum again. So you definitely want to show that you're um, motivated, you're you're connected to the school and you have good motivations for reapplying.
0: Great. And um, I was wondering what if ha- will happen if they do not have anything new um, to add in their profile. <laughs>
1: So that can sometimes be the case, Um, maybe you applied round three, you got your answer in May. (laughs) Um, It's now, you know, September, not a lot has happened. Um, But there's always something that you can think of. So um, maybe there's a project that you mentioned in your application um, that was ongoing, and you can mention some updates. at least try to have a new letter of recommendation (laughs) Um, or or at least an updated letter of recommendation. Um, So that's something that's new as well. And you can always connect with the schools, gain more insights, visit potentially. Um, That can also be a great thing to do. Um, So there's always something new that you can share, even if you're not promoted, even if you don't need or can't retake the GMAT, um, even if you don't have the time to do an international experience or your company doesn't offer that. Um, but try to think about anything that maybe also you didn't share or didn't highlight as much as last year. Um, so you want to definitely come back kind of the new and improved version of yourself. Um, that's going to be really important to getting a different result.
0: Great. And is there a need to, to change the goals Uh what do you think uh, about, the, do, do, they, do they need to change their goals, actually?
1: So sometimes this can be helpful um, when we work with reapplicants, A lot of times what we notice are not that they need to change their goals, but that they need to clarify their goals. So um, maybe you didn't make it very clear in your application what you want to do post-MBA um, or why um this is especially concerning if you're a career switcher <laughs> so um all of a sudden you want to go to healthcare. why what's the story here this doesn't really make a lot of sense I don't see how this is going to be successful um, or how an MBA can help you so um you know generally you don't need to change your goals you probably just need to clarify um however if you realize that maybe the goals you presented were Not very aligned with your career, um, or maybe you said what you think you were supposed to say, um, but maybe it's not actually really a, a great fit for your profile. Um, then yeah, maybe you want to change them or update them. Um, If you do decide to do that, make sure in your reapplicant essay that you share why you've done that, what process of reflection led you to decide to do this, Um, not just out of left field presenting new goals (laughs) with no explanation. That's also not going to look good. It's going to seem like you're just trying to say whatever you can say to get in. Um, And they want someone who's thoughtful, who's really considered how the MBA can help them um, when applying.
0: Great. Thank you uh, so much for answering this one as well. And I believe that we have um, said this to some previous episodes, but let's um, uh, mention it here one more time for all of those who listen for first time. Uh, Do they need to visit the school? Uh, What's your opinion um, about this?
1: So if you can, it it is a good idea. Um, Sometimes, of course, visiting the schools is difficult. The cost is prohibitive, um, especially if you're an international student. Um, That can be very, very difficult to arrange. Um, If you can, though, it is good. It does show that you're dedicated to the school. Um, It gives you new things to talk about. A a class visit, talking to new students, um, maybe sitting in on the meeting of a club if there's the opportunity to do that while you're there. Um, so, it, it, it is a good idea. If you can visit the school, it is a good idea. Um, if you live in the same country um, as the school and you don't visit, yes, you need to visit. <laughs> if you live in London and you haven't gone to visit the LBS campus, you know, you really need to do that. There's no excuse for it. If you live in Boston and you're applying to, um, you know, NYU, you really need to go make a visit happen. <laughs> um, so, if you're a domestic student, um, definitely you, sh- you need to visit the school. Um, if you're not, of course, try to um but again if you're not able to as an international student that's okay but try to connect with the school in other ways reach out to more students um, and alumni attend webinars attend coffee chats um for some schools you can even sometimes get a hold of admissions and have a short conversation with them or talk to a student ambassador um so do whatever you can to continue to connect with the school learn more about what they offer and really show that you're motivated um of course, I think a visit can also be helpful um, just for you to understand if the school's a good fit for you. Um, it's always a little difficult to judge exactly what the experience is like without being there. Um, so sometimes that can be helpful for you to know if it's good to reapply, if you want to reapply to this program or not. Um, and finally, if you are gonna visit, try to visit when class is in session. So um, if you can only go in the summer, um, you know. May, June, July, <laughs> part of August. Um, it might not be the most helpful experience. The campus is dead. Nobody's there. No classes, no, no students really. Um, admissions will be there, but some admissions, again, are not really um, open to visits. Um, I mean, they have kind of general presentations about the school, but uh, for one on one, a lot of schools don't offer that option. Um, so you definitely want to try to visit during classes. So usually, you know, we suggest end of January to early April or um, early September to late November, um, is a good time to visit.
0: Awesome. And now in your opinion, um, is it okay to apply to round two, uh, what will be your recommendation about, um, in this case?
1: so if you're a applicant it is generally a good idea to try to apply in round one um, you know you had everything together if you really like our school why didn't you apply in round one when you reapplied it can sometimes um make it seem like the school is your backup option um so i reapplied to a bunch of other schools in round one i didn't get in so now i'm reapplying to round two um that's not always the case though if you feel that your profile will increase um, in quality or strengthen significantly between the round one and round two deadlines, definitely apply in round two. Um, maybe you're gonna get a promotion in September. Um, you'll have additional leadership experiences. Um, maybe you were chosen for an inter-office exchange and that will start in um, early October. Um, maybe you really need to retake the GMAT and it's not possible to do that by the September deadlines. Um, in those cases, it's smart to apply in round two because you're gonna show a better profile. Um, In those cases, don't worry. And if you take the the new GMAT on November 1st, the schools are going to really understand that you applied in round two because you were improving your profile. Um, Not that you're their backup option (laughs) uh, or they're your backup option. Um, So that's definitely something in that case that that will make sense to them. But um, if you can apply in round one, that would be preferable. Um, But again, if you've got things that are going to strengthen your profile significantly, it can be a good idea to wait.
0: Great. And um, I would like to uh, finish today's discussion uh, with um, this question. Um, Should they apply to more school than the previous year or this is not necessary?
1: Um, So it, it depends. I would never apply. I would never suggest you apply to school that you wouldn't go to. So if you get to the end and this is the only school that you got into, would you go if the answer is no? Don't include it on your list. <laughs> it's a lot of time, money, effort that's wasted. Um, but in general, it is smart for re-applicants to add additional schools to their list. Um, you know, As a re-applicant, you do have that burden of showing how you're the new and improved version since next year or since last year. Um, so it can be good to apply to first a few schools for the first time so I would generally suggest expanding your list a bit so um, if you apply to five schools um, and you want to reapply to all five maybe also consider adding another two um, potentially um, to spread out your odds a little bit so it is a good idea to apply to a few more um, or you know if you applied to five schools last year and you only really want to reapply to three and you apply to two new ones that the you might not apply to more schools, but you're applying to new schools. Um, So it is a good good idea to have a mix of reapplicant applications and also new applications. Again, as long as those fit with your strategy and um, as long as those are schools you would end up accepting offers from if you're admitted.
0: Great. Um, Eileen, thank you so much uh, for being our guest again. for always giving your truly and best opinion. Um, I believe that uh, all of the listeners are um, really thankful for um, receiving this information for you. (laughs) Uh, Of course, I'm sure. uh, I want to remind everyone that they can visit your website. Uh, I will leave link here in the description of this podcast. And of course, I will leave links to the previous episodes. So uh, if you haven't, uh, listen to them. Uh, you can catch up. Uh, so yes, Elin, one more time. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. <laughs> um,
1: it's always a pleasure to have you. I hope that um, all of these tips were really helpful. If you're reapplying, um, and I guess most importantly, if you are reapplying, don't give up. Um, tons of people go to the MPA as reapplicants. We work with people every year who make this uh, successful. So. Definitely, um, you know, don't don't worry about it. It's something that oh, I mean, do definitely worry about it, but don't don't um, think that it's the end of the road for you be hopeful, but also be diligent. Um, And of course, if there's any way my team and I can support you in making that happen, it would be an honor to meet any of you.
0: Great. Everyone stay tuned for more and have a great day. Thanks. Have a good day.